Finding love in a world of swiping left and right is hard for everyone. But finding someone to share your life with when you live in a town of less than 500 people is even harder. That's where Farmers and Charmers comes in. I'm Shannon. And I'm Lavinia. We're two young Aggies with a love for the country and all it has to offer. We're going to be helping country guys and girls to hopefully meet their perfect match from the city while dishing out details on our own dating lives, coupled with some unsolicited advice along the way. Welcome back to episode two of Official Farmers and Charmers. We are back with another couple and back with another episode. Uh, Before we do get into our official episode and meeting our couple, we are going to chat long distance, which is something that I have a tiny little bit of experience with and Lavinia has zero um so as per usual we're really really qualified to be talking about what we're going to talk about yeah but I have um two two people in my family very very close to me that have experienced it of different ages one's Mm -hmm. younger and one's older um so I've been around it surrounded Mm -hmm. by it but yeah not been lucky enough to be be in a long distance relationship (laughs) nor in an actual relationship for a long time (laughs) All right. So I think that we thought we would start off with clarifying that we understand that normally to people long distance means um, or to a lot of people it'll mean, you know, moving to another country, moving to another state where you might see each other only every few months, might only be once a year. That's sort of the general definition of long distance. But obviously in ag and in a farming sense, it means a bit of a different thing. And it's a bit more of like the FIFO lifestyle, really, where you might only be seeing that person once every few weeks. Yeah, I would. I mean, that's my personal definition of long distance. Mm-hmm. I don't see long distance as somebody living on an, in another country and um, you living here and trying to make it work and not seeing each other for a year. To me, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, I feel like that will never, ever work. And mm-hmm. people who think that will are um, in insane but that's just me that's my personal opinion Mm -hmm. so and I think growing up in agriculture and farming long distance to me is you you live in two different towns and you probably don't see each other every week it might be that you're seeing each other bi-weekly or you know every three to four weeks that is probably the agricultural or rural definition of long Mm -hmm. distance I will say to those that are in a full-blown extravaganza long distance relationship there are particular reasons why that is necessary which we understand if your partner is in the armed forces of some form and they just like disappear for 10 months at a time but that's a very extreme you you got no control over that so we're not saying you're all crazy in my personal experience i tried the whole long distance thing for uh, maybe like six weeks when (laughs) i decided to move to the uk that ended up in an absolute shit fire um so i'm probably not going to recommend it either but (laughs) that's just my experience Mm. uh but when we are talking about this during this episode it's going to be from the rural regional living sense which is more every few weeks you're seeing each other at a most it's like once every six weeks is the longest you're going sort of thing yeah, like it's really I'd not say, that often you're going yeah for ever and ever without seeing each other yeah it's every, every few weeks what it is yeah all right so when it comes to this i think that i guess there's like a few 
criteria or a few things that it depends on as to whether or not it's going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, that's like, is it actually necessary? Like, are you choosing to live apart? Is there a, like, is neither of you willing to move to the other place or is it actually just not possible? Because if it's Yeah, I not think possible, long fine. distance in long, like, is if you can't make it work where you're living in the same place at the end of the day, I don't think your relationship is really truly ever going to be where it it should be to have Mm -hmm. that deep connection with somebody. Mm -hmm. I think you have to live together to get to know someone Mm -hmm. in their truest, deepest form. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if long-term, long-distance, it's ever really going to be the relationship. Mm -hmm. But there are jobs and things and in your 20s and stuff, I understand people living apart who really, you know, truly do care about Mm -hmm. each other. I think that can work, but Mm -hmm. I think in a long-term sense, if you're going to get married and have children, you've got to live in the same household or in Mm -hmm. the same town or Mm -hmm. whatever you do. But This is what I mean. Sometimes it is a necessity, you know, especially in your 20s when you've gone off to uni and your partner's decided to stay on the farm. Like you have no yeah, choice in yeah, that situation. The yeah, absolutely. Isn't, like, is, it isn't an option. You just have to do it. Yeah. But I think with that one, and this is my other thing that I, it depends on, is the time frame. Mm. Like is this an open-ended, you're going to be doing long distance quite literally forever? No. Or it's got to have an a, end goal. It's got, you know, once I finish my four-year uni degree, I'll move back or you'll mm. move up here yeah. or we'll figure it out. And the really interesting one that you get, then get with this is – actual FIFO where it probably is forever that they're doing yeah. a two-in-one or a three-in-one or something but like FIFO that. But FIFO is a little bit different mm. because um, they are completely at home when, when they are home. home. That's true. They're not working. Mm-hmm. They're not going off to a job. Mm-hmm. So it's a very different mm-hmm. comparison to – um, agriculture and farming mm-hmm. because you live in two different towns and farming isn't is not comparable to FIFO in so many ways because you are always on like farmers are always on mm-hmm. thinking it doesn't matter if they're on holiday it doesn't matter if it's summer um, they are always thinking about the farm if something could mm-hmm. go wrong even if they've got workers and they you know have huge property and there's so many people under them they it's it's very different mm-hmm. so I think in that sense um there has to be some sort of end goal of like living together for the support. I think partners need that in agriculture. I think it's very hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen my dad do it on his own for 20 years and it's bloody hard. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, yeah, it has to be mm-hmm. an end goal. So take me through um, your um, the people that are in your life that you know doing it. How old are they? Why are they doing it? In what sense? How are they doing it? Um, so my sister and her boyfriend, um, they are currently doing long distance and they've done long distance before. Um, they're 22 and 23, very mature for their age. Um, well, my sister is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been together for five years. Mm-hmm. And they're currently doing it because she has moved back to Esperance and he's still finishing his act degree. So mm-hmm. they've been doing it for six months. Um, and it's been really hard on them. They've done it before as well, and it was very, very rough on them. Um, they're trying really hard to make only a couple of weeks. Both of them hate it. They mm-hmm. hate it more than it because they're like after a lot of years together. Mm-hmm. Even they've never they kind of have lived together for the start of this year, but obviously COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've you you become dependable on your partner. And I think not having them around. Yeah, and you're, ha- if you're used to having them around all the time, and then suddenly they're not. Even if you weren't living together, if you're used to seeing that person four or five times a week and then mm. suddenly you're only seeing them once every three weeks, once mm. every, like that's rough. Yeah. For them, what they've said is that 
you have to like both work at it, like it takes work and you have to um, set time out. My sister is not a big communicator, so she doesn't believe that you need to message them and talk to them every day. But she said that, you know, three FaceTimes a week or um, three or four calls a week is really important, but that's her sort of way of connecting like she said you know a text every now and again doesn't really mean anything to her mm-hmm. so that's what she said um she also yeah she said no need to call every day she said it also needs to be equal travel so coming and going to the place it shouldn't just be the one person having to travel the whole time it should be back and forth so um i think they've traveled equally back and forth to mm-hmm. see each other um she said yeah, you should definitely make sure that there is um, equal sort of trust in the relationship as well. She said that could be a big thing. Um, they trust each other a lot. But she said if you have doubts in that in a long-term situation, you probably are not really right for each other mm-hmm. or there's probably red flags or your, your intuition is telling you something that's probably wrong or off anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like you should not have to worry about it. Um, them going out or doing anything with their friends and if you do feel like there's something up there's something in your relationship that needs addressing Mm -hmm. so that's what she said and she said it probably helps because she doesn't have any jealousy issues (laughs) Um, and do they have a plan at all for what's going to happen when your sister's boyfriend finishes yeah he's graduating um, like literally in three or four weeks Mm -hmm. and they're moving back to the farm and they're moving in together they have a dog they're pretty set people mm-hmm. they're pretty set I don't know if they're happy about me talking about them but it's happening <laughs> but I think this is why it's possible because they you know started doing it you know more or less from the beginning of the year or March thereabouts but there was always an end date in mind you know yeah. they knew that they were only going to have to do it for seven yeah, eight months whatever been in the situation before and it was it, wasn't great and yeah it would never be something that I would say would ever be a long-term thing mm-hmm. Um, both of them very mm-hmm. um, aware of never mm-hmm. being long-term. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think that's always a big one. Like I think that's the one thing that makes it possible is if you know when the end date is. Even if that if it's shit and that end date's 18 months away, at least you've got an end date. Mm. You can still plan your life around it a little mm. bit and know that it's not forever. Mm. But when you go into that situation and you have no idea how long you're actually going to be doing it for – I can just imagine that that would be so tough. I think it would be harder the more distance there is. Mm. Like if it's only a li- like a drive, a half day drive or a full day drive and you mm-hmm. can sort of your lifestyle's a little mm-hmm. bit more flexible, I think it's easier. I don't I don't know. I think I think for me thinking about it because I travel so much, mm-hmm. like I'm back and forth. I I've done the drive from Perth to Esperance this year. So I couldn't even tell you. Like I'm always on the mm. go. So for me thinking about it it's not really a tough thing to think about Mm -hmm. but I feel like if you're not used to doing driving or if it is an aeroplane away Mm -hmm. imagine COVID right now Mm -hmm. having a partner in Sydney Mm -hmm. um that you couldn't see yeah well I kind of forget that I did do it when I moved to the Pilbara um originally um I moved there with a partner um and ended up moving back to Perth um after a few months um and we did long distance for six months or so in the end um from Caratha to Perth so it mm. was a flight you know you're not about to be driving 16 hours 
mm. 18 hours to see and each other. And how many times did you see, like once a month? We were lucky uh, because at the time my brother's girlfriend worked for Virgin, so we got cheap flights, um, <laughs> which is the only thing that made Making it the use feasible of the for us to see each other. Um, flights from the Pilbara to Perth are on average like $600 minimum return. Like it is exorbitantly expensive. Mm. Um, if we were having to pay full price, I would have been lucky if I saw him a couple of times in mm. that period. Um, luckily, my flights were like $250 return. So we saw lucky. each other probably once every three to four weeks on average, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it was, as you say, with the equal time, it was split between yeah. me flying to Perth and him flying to Caratha. Mm. And again, that had an end date. He was doing um, a like two-year um rotation program cadet program Mm -hmm. um, for work at the time Mm -hmm. and the agreement was that when that program finished um, regardless as to whether or not he had a job or not he would come back up to Caratha um, and find a job up there and we would live together so it was made possible because there was an end date like we knew it was Mm. at most you know he moved up in January we had kind of put an end time limit on as March so it would have ended up being eight months that we did long distance for at a max it ended up only being six yeah so that end date was why it was possible for us to get through it so i guess that relationship didn't work out so don't take my advice yeah but we're just yeah but does it's still that time in the relationship was good um so i guess we're saying there needs to be good communication really solid like communication and that you're both on the same page i think that's really important Mm -hmm. that you both like trust each other Mm -hmm. a huge amount um if there is any issues on either side it probably means one person isn't putting in as much effort Mm -hmm. so maybe that's something you have to think about as well Mm -hmm. and that there is equal travel so like if you're going there and then they're coming to you vice versa it should be kind of almost equal on that we understand that in farming that might not always be possible yeah if you've got things to do um but also communicating that from the beginning that there might be times where you can't go and see the other person because you are stuck on the farm and they are going to need to come to you a bit more and you just communicate that like it all has to be about open communication and yeah that trust thing is so important the six months that I did it for I never once worried about where my partner was going what he was doing who he was seeing I could not have cared less I mm. could have seen a snapchat mm. put up of him and you know five girls on Instagram or whatever it is and like I wouldn't have cared yeah because I just had absolutely no worries whatsoever. So Mm. very similar to your sister and her boyfriend. I think we've wrapped that up pretty, pretty well. I'm pretty happy with that. Mm -hmm. Um, We'd love to hear everyone's tips out Mm -hmm. there and yeah, we'll get into the next part of the show. Before we do meet our second couple, we are going to take a very quick break to talk about our major sponsor, Farm Weekly, WA's biggest and best-selling rural and agricultural newspaper. In the headlines this week, cereal breeder Intergrain uh, has hired a new early generation wheat breeder by the name of Callum Watt, who has just finished his PhD at Murdoch University, which is exciting uh, for the breeding industry. Uh, Over on the wool side of things, a new shearing centre has been opened up in Kojanup. We'll start 
or started shearing yesterday, technically, on Thursday. Uh, it was built by, or it's an AWI design. It's the first of its kind in WA. And on the barley side of things, um, WA is expected to produce about the same amount of barley as it did last year. Um, despite the Chinese barley tariffs, there's been less hectares planted, uh, but higher yields coming in in 2020. Uh, now let's meet our farmer and our charmer. All right, before Lavinia introduces you to our couple for today, uh, just a little disclaimer that the charmer uh, who is on, who is the guy, uh, is actually one of my closest friends. I feel as though that should be put out into the open uh, before we go any further, but uh, take it away, Lavinia. So we'll just introduce you to our farmer today. This is Bridie from Katanning. And then our charmer is Cam, who is a teacher from Karatha. So Bridie, take it away and introduce yourself. Um, mm. So I grew up in uh, rural WA in Hopetown and then moved to Albany um, and went to high school there. And then I studied ag science in at UWA and management. And since then, I've been doing a range of things from agronomy to sheep research, development and extension, um, sheep management. And now I work for an ag machinery dealership managing their parts department. Um, And yeah, I love traveling. I play hockey, um, do triathlons. And that's pretty much my life. (laughs) Awesome. Cam? Uh, Yeah, so I grew up in Perth um, all the way to all the way through high school and things like that. And then I went to uh, Notre Dame for four years, did teaching, and decided I want to be a teacher. And then uh, went and did a bunch of other jobs before settling to the idea that it's actually a pretty good occupation. And then um, got offered a gig in Karatha um, a couple of years ago, so then took that opportunity. And um, yeah, been there ever since, so. All right, well, you guys have a list of questions there to work through, so we're gonna let you uh, chat, off you go. All right, well, Bridie, I better ask you the question. Uh, what is something surprising or interesting about you? I do triathlons in my downtime during summer. That's yep, probably it. Yeah, no, <laughs> neat, neat. Um, well, I guess I probably should answer the question yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people get surprised that I shave my legs. Right. So that's... Um, what is the reasoning... <laughs> Behind that? Uh, well, I just, I, I actually, like, I say it's because I got, like, a, a small rash on my leg. And when that, uh, when I shave them, they go away. Um, but, you know, a lot of people say, no, nah, you just, you know, manscaping, things like that. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know a lot of guys who do that for riding, like, for in aerodynamic reasons. But I've never heard of that reason. So what do you like to do on your weekends? Uh, so an ideal weekend would be probably sleep in. Get up, get a coffee, and then maybe head to a baits and kick around there for the Arvo. So, Fair yeah, enough. pretty chilled, nothing yep. too major. Yep. How cool. about yourself? Um, I usually like to catch up with my friends, uh, go out for brekkie. Um, I go to a lot of local sports, so I play hockey on weekends and go watch the footy a lot with friends. Um, yeah, usually sometimes like to go out to the pub and end up out and about late but yeah just depends <laughs> um yep no brilliant uh, what is your the most treasured memory from your childhood um 
Uh, I used to spend a lot of time in Bremer Bay with like my family and our friends from our hometown. Um, and yeah, always love going down there for a couple of weeks over Christmas and New Year's. And it's still kind of something that we go and do a bit. Um, it's one of my favourite places to hang out. I don't know, don't know if you'd ever uh, been to Bremer Bay, but no, I haven't. No, uh, um, it's like right down on the southern coast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really beautiful um, place. They do a really good New Year's party every year. So okay. yeah, <laughs> I always end up there. Um, what about you? Uh, probably similar. Family holidays. Yeah, we just travel a lot, like most holidays, get in the car and, you know, find a country town somewhere and yep. head there. One time we travelled around Australia, we drove it. So I think oh, I was right. like 11, 12 at the time. So that was that was pretty neat. Yep. Uh, we all jumped in the back and yeah. cruised around. So, yeah. no, it's been good. Yeah, we did that as well. Um, we went across the Nullarbor to oh, visit, fantastic. like, my dad's family over east. So mm-hmm. um, that was pretty fun. Um, do you live to work or work to live? I'd say I'd work to live because then it funds all my, my hobbies yeah. and all my yeah. toys and things like that. Well, not, I don't have that many toys, not compared to other folk in Karatha. But, uh, <laughs> the boat. The boat. Yeah, yeah, that's the boat. Yeah, you've got to have a boat in Karatha. I would like though. to let it be known that Cam actually bought the boat after I left Karatha, <laughs> which was a bit What a stitch-up. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Just yeah. still, still salty about it. <laughs> Yeah, my latest hobby is spearfishing, so I thought right. I'd, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's not a cheap exercise, but uh, but now it's good, so uh, probably work to live, um, just because, yeah, funds or, you know, camping and things like that as well, yeah. so that's no, good. How about yourself? I'm probably a bit of both, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty career-driven, so um, I do work a lot, um, but I also enjoy doing things like traveling and hanging out with my friends so that also yeah does fund my social life (laughs) which is also important I don't know I guess I just believe in having a good balance really um what was the last thing you lied to your mum or dad dad about and why uh, probably why I was coming to Perth this weekend. <laughs> Don't worry, I would have done the same thing. Such a common answer so far is like, what I'm doing this morning. I hope they never find out no, about but this. You, it, it seems to be the males are telling their parents yeah. and the females are saying nothing. Oh. To be fair, I told my mum, but I just told my dad I was coming up for an appointment so <laughs> yeah also if your dad is a farmer which he is they are the most overprotective <laughs> a little bit next level yes so i i very yes. much understand where well, you're coming from i have two dads well my dad and my stepdad who are both farmers so i'd lied to both of them about what i was doing this weekend um uh, well i guess to answer that like um, like I didn't tell my parents to all my family. I didn't tell anyone. My fam- like they knew I was coming down, um, but I didn't tell them what this was about. But I reckon last time, similar to that, like living in Karatha, we can fly in, and um, I actually didn't tell them about coming coming down one weekend. And I just rocked up to the house, and I was like, you know, I spoke to mum earlier that day. She's like, what up to tonight? Yeah, just cruising. I'm like, you know, kick around, probably got a mates. And then next thing you know, a couple hours later, I was standing at the front door. So. Um, so we want to ask a few questions that are like random ones you haven't been prepared for. Also, you guys are killing the questions. You guys are the best answer, like on the ball. I want to ask, share your most embarrassing story. I grew up with a stepdad who like embarrassed me every second that he could. So (laughs) I just, nothing overly phases me. Pick one of those then. Like, feel as though you've got a lot. Yeah, let's, let's find that's really memorable. <laughs> just tell us your most memorable. 
Oh, I know. It's just like always like I'd have guy friends over and we'd be hanging out and he'd be like, yeah, so, sowing your wild oats, huh? Oh, Things God. like that. Like, <laughs> Hector hunting? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. Probably just like, you know, it's little things like I rock up to my mate's house. He's like, mate, you only got your shorts on. Like, <laughs> we're, we're supposed to go in 10 minutes, you know, something like that. Like, it's not a major thing. Or rock up to school with like my hair not done or brushing it. Hair not done. Oh, my God. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Given the choice of anyone in the world, alive or dead, who would you want as a dinner guest and why? And because Campery prepared me with it earlier, what would you cook? Did you steal this question off Gossip Girl? Don't ask questions, Bridie. <laughs> Just answer them. That's actually what we're here Scarily, for. Scarily, that's very similarly very accurate. Uh, do I be a cliche and say Bridie? Uh, <laughs> um, I would... Smooth. <laughs> Lavinia and I are like, oh, and Bridie's like, aww. Because um, that's what we're here for. <laughs> maybe it's someone like Abraham Lincoln uh, and I cook him roast lamb. Oh, so I'm going to go a, a different route. Um, I would have my friend, a guy called Brody Ford, who uh, passed away last year. Um, and I would have chicken palm. I'd cook him chicken palmies because we used to go out and get chicken palmies for dinner. Oh, that's so lovely. Mm. That's so that lovely. That is such a nice answer. <laughs> that's beautiful. You got schooled, Cam. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, Cam, you had some questions that you pre-prepared earlier. Would you like to ask oh, a couple yeah. of those? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, just none too much. It made me like... Um, are you a morning or a night person? Depends if it's a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Depends what needs if, doing if on the If I haven't done day. anything the night before, then I can get up nice and early. But if I've had a bit of a big night, then I usually like to sleep in. So mm-hmm. both. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I think as you get older, you start learning to become more of a morning person. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be an actor. Mm. Um and, well, I probably, if it ever came up, I'd probably still do it. Um, but, yeah, I, like, applied for Whopper and, um, and oh, that's then so cool. gave up on that because I was like, well, I'll just be a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Seems so much easier. Yeah, right. You never what, know. What, did you always want to be a teacher? No, or? I actually didn't. So, growing up, I wanted to be either a dairy farmer or a fireman. <laughs> now, why a dairy farmer? <laughs> Let's um, hear. So, my, Michael's a dairy farmer. And I uh, just grew up like on his place and hanging out with him and seeing that and going, like, I thought it was awesome. Like, um, like I actually had a student say to me once, he's like, you know, Mr. Pedler, like, why did you um, become a teacher? You know, like, you love, like, you know, dairy farming and this sort of thing and, like, you go to the country and that. And I said, because you've got to go up at four o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> he's like, smart. <laughs> um, All right, I know you've got more questions, Cam. Keep them coming. All right. Um, what about. Planned or unplanned event? He means like, are you sort of you plan your life or do you go? Oh God, no, unplanned. Yeah, yeah. Unplanned, no, yeah. yeah. I I couldn't tell you what I'm doing to, <laughs> tomorrow, mm. to be honest. So, um, <laughs> I'd say I've grown away from planned events to unplanned. Just being quite more spontaneous um, definitely helps where I live because everything's ten minutes away. So, uh, you know, buddy will call me up. It's like, all right, see, I'll go to the shops, get this done. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just drive two hours to go see any of my friends. <laughs> oh, and, and my last question, all right. I'm not sure what your local shop has, but if you had the opportunity, uh, self-serve or checkout? 
Well, I usually don't do big shops. Okay. I am what I'd call a top-up shopper. So I usually go self-serve just because I only buy like five things at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was doing like a big shop, probably I'd go through the checkout. Uh, I'd say self-serve uh, unless... You know, as you said, large shops. You don't want to be that guy in the self-serve that's got like a full trolley of things. It's like 10 bags on the side. It's like... Nah. Yeah. Also, you didn't bring your reusables, you know? Mm. So you just... Oh, I always... Like, I swear the guys at my shop laugh at me because I'm always that person like balancing like 10 things because I never have a shopping bag with me and I refuse to buy one. So mm, you know you've got <laughs> like yeah. 40 yeah. of them at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't seem to have any of them anytime I go shopping. <laughs> Um, uh, what type, obviously you said that both your dad and your stepdad, obviously farmers, what yeah. type of farm farmers are they? What do they have? So my dad was always like a farm manager. Mm-hmm. So um, on sheep and broadacre farms, um, he now actually owns a farm supplies business and general store uh, in a little town called Ongarup. Um, so... He does that. My stepdad owns, yeah, Broadacre and sheep farms as well. He's kind of getting a bit over the cropping side of things because his worker that he had for a few years has just left who did all that. He's more into the sheep. Um, So I think we're looking at maybe leasing out some of our land to someone and they can do our cropping for a a little while. My stepdad just loves sheep and um, really into wool for some reason. I don't know why, but um, yeah. So we own like farms in Fitzgerald and Franklin. If you've ever heard of either of those places, <laughs> Franklin, but not Fitzgerald. So. Yeah, it's uh, between Jerramungup and Raby. Yeah, how do you feel about my... very isolated areas? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, that's a great question. He lives in one. <laughs> no, 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 no. The only taste we get is probably every a couple of days a year when a cyclone comes and we go on red and no one's allowed in or out. Mm. Um, but haven't really experienced too much of very isolated areas. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's different. Mm. It's Yeah, it's definitely something that you either have the personality to deal with or you mm. don't. Um, but mm. they're great little communities. Like, I don't know if you play sport. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Footy? Yeah, I play oh, football. Yeah, okay. yep. Yep. That's good because that's like the only sport you <laughs> can play there. Yeah. <laughs> As Cam a guy. plays league yep. lacrosse. The cats oh, is talking oh, about. Okay. That's oh. all right. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you should have mentioned that earlier. That's very yes. important to yes. country girls. Yeah. If you play footy, <laughs> yep. you're already on a little bit of a pedestal. Yep. <laughs> Look at him getting embarrassed. <laughs> so I played no. in the Southwest League yeah. for a team called Harvey Brunswick. So oh, yeah. I played there for a few years yeah. and then went and played in the Avon League for Railways in Northern before taking off to... So you definitely you'd be able to get him in. Yeah. The boys would get around yeah. him down there for sure. You'd be yeah, snapped I mean, our, up. Our competition's pretty shitty. We have... Sorry, I shouldn't say. We have, we have two teams. Apologies to Katani. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you guys are great. Oh, I was thinking Ravy. Ravy play Hopetown every week because there's only two teams in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the league. One who's in the good finals. Cam's like stoked. <laughs> Best on ground every week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 They've resorted to like every second week it's not a footy game they like go fishing or Mm. something like that because they're like otherwise we'd play each other cam's got a boat and fishing's (laughs) all about it it's gonna fit in just fine (laughs) all right i'm gonna ask another question if that's all right if you had a crystal ball which could tell you one thing about your future what would you want to know nothing interesting kayla's the same she doesn't want to know anything either 
no happy nothing. Full absolutely life. nothing. Absolutely nothing. And what's your explanation behind why you wouldn't want to find anything out? Because it's just an adventure, isn't it? You just never know what's going to happen next. Like, you don't even want to know the next time a bird is going to poop on you so you can avoid it, really. <laughs> it's absolutely nothing. That's good luck. Yeah, well, you know, like but nothing. But it's all about the ripple effect, isn't it? Mm. You, you then spend all your time trying to either make that happen yeah. or avoid that happening. Yeah. I'd probably say how long I'm going to stay in Carrara for. So it's a question that everyone sort of has up there. Uh, I know it's a bit weird. <laughs> but like, just can I just how long you're going to stay there? Or? In general, the rules in Carrara is two years, five years, forever. Yeah, that's, that's it. right. Mm-hmm. If you, so if you make you it over five years, years did you you're say? Are you at four years? At yeah. the moment, I'm 18 months. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. you've yeah. got so, a bit of time. No, no. But other than that, no, nah, not, not much. Like, similar boat. Like, just whatever happens, happens. Like, try planning your life and... You're like, oh, actually, I didn't know where I am, but, you know, 10 years off school. So you're like, mm-hmm. well, there's no point trying to plan anything else. I want to ask, guys, in a perfect day, what is your day like? So a perfect day uh, would be an early rise, maybe like five-ish. He's off um, fishing. We're going fishing. Oh. Yeah, that's right. So right. get the boat, yeah. pick up my boy Joshy, and uh, we're heading off uh, going for a dive. So, um, and then, yeah, out and about on the water. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully see a bit of wildlife, a bit of a couple of whales. Saw whales the other week, so turtles, oh, right. things like that. A couple of cheeky sea snakes, things. Um, and hopefully catch a couple of fish, come home. I want the details as to what are you catching? Oh, what are you catching? Uh, hopefully catch a couple of coral trout, yeah. a few blue bone mm-hmm. and a couple of craze. So oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what we're here for, the craze. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> are you uh, cooking the craze for lunch now? That's my question. Oh, nice. no, for it's not. No, yeah, craze for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we get a cod, it'll be fish tacos for dinner. Oh, um, that is pretty good. Yeah, but, uh, but no, clean the boat, kick around, probably get in about one, two o'clock in the elbow, clean the boat. Clean the fish, take a nap. So go home, take a nap, <laughs> head back. Hopefully, uh, go for fish for dinner, and then night's over. So. And what bevy are you having with your dinner? Um, it's gonna be a bit weird, but probably Gatorade because you're just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we ask these questions. That's right. That's right. Well, like right. beer sounds great, but it's dehydrating. So you've been out in the sun all day. Perfect day. Early morning, but not that early, like 6.30, maybe. Um, Those are insane. (laughs) Straight up. Uh, Go for a run and a swim. Have have breakfast and coffee with either my mum and my stepdad or my friends. Um, Go to the beach, probably. Hang out there, have like a little picnic for lunch. And then come home, have a few beers with my friends, probably head down to the pub, maybe have a pub feed, maybe just donate. What, <laughs> if you have a, if you have a pub feed, yeah, what are you cheating. having? Are you having a palmy? A palmy. Yeah. Or a steak. Yeah. But usually What sauce are you getting on your steak? Oh, garlic. Garlic mm. aioli. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And steak has to be cooked rare. Yeah, 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 yeah. With chips. Which beer though? Swan on tap, probably. That is a very interesting choice. Yeah. Or interesting. Might go like a ginger beer with ice and lime. Yeah. And then Swan on tap. Oh, nice. And then probably if it's going to be a big night, move to gin and tonics. Yeah, (laughs) love it. Safe, safe. Yeah. Um, uh, The steak question I find interesting. So Cam, how do you like your steak cooked? Uh, I'd say medium rare. 
Yeah, yeah that's still that's, pretty okay. That's, that's, I have yeah, one stay yeah. medium rare. That's yeah. Mm. That's sauce. Yeah, garlic for sure. Mm, yeah, garlic. Mm-hmm. Match yeah. made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so Brady's like, get me out of this room. He likes to take me. I'm yeah, got the word medium in. Yeah, I'm that's, done. that's too cooked for me. <laughs> All right. Do either of you have any questions you would like to ask of each other before we wrap it up? I don't, any, anything I, else I, you want to know? You guys vibed really well. Like, had a good time. All right, I'm actually, we haven't asked this question yet, but I'm, I'm going to go for it. Um, what is the first thing that you guys noticed about each other? I know girls wear makeup. Like, I noticed you wear makeup, and I thought oh. to myself, man, like. This morning when like, I was getting ready, I was like, I wonder what you were thinking when you were getting ready doing your makeup. Mm. That's what I thought. I was like, I have no idea <laughs> what to wear to a mm-hmm. podcast date. Exactly. I, yeah. I literally asked all of my friends. I was like, what What do I wear you to actually, this thing? I think like, you dress perfectly, oh, as I will say. Very thanks. well done. Um, um, okay, first main, main thing that you noticed. Main thing I noticed... I, will fir- I can tell you first yeah. thing I noticed was that you were tall. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in, guys. We hope you've had a good time. Have you had a good experience? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for today. So, Shan, we're back for episode two, Brady and Cam, relationship update. Where are they at? They're chatting. Chat, chat, chat. Chat, 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 chatting. And if you haven't already guessed, guys, the reason we did long distance is because Cam and Bradie are long distance hanging out, chatting. They're not. Yeah. They're very early stages. Yeah. It's obviously really hard for them. Um, Bridie lives in Katanning. Cam lives in Caratha. So that is a fair you know, distance. They're obviously catching planes. Um, but they did go out um, after the initial podcast recording. Um, Cameron Brady actually spent the entire day together. Like the up until like We mean day. up until midnight. The whole like day, guys. 12 the hours of hanging out. They went we can drink and pizza. That was yeah. success. That was, that that was, was a good, good one. for us. You're welcome. We, we were very happy about yeah. that. Um, so they spent the whole day together because Cam was only going to be in town for a couple of days and then was flying back to Caratha. Um, he then came back to Perth in um, the end of September, beginning of October um, for the school holidays, obviously, as we mentioned, and Cam mentioned himself, he's a teacher. Um, so he came back for school holidays um, and they spent a whole um, evening hanging out again. Um, they went for some drinks. They ended up for like having a fun night out in Frio. Um, Cam's now gone back to Caratha. He is either about to sign or is just signed, I'm not 100% sure, a year-long contract extension in Caratha. Um, so obviously he's going to be up there for a little bit longer. But they're still chatting. But they're so still chatting. The um, and in Bridie's words, it's a bit of a slow burn. So we're not, we're not, you know, stay tuned. Hopefully we might be able to provide you with some more updates in another month or two about, yeah. you know, if they're still chatting. Um, and Cam is going to be down, um, as far as I'm aware, um, for most of – uh, well, pretty much all summer actually of summer holidays. So he'll um hopefully they might be able to hang out a bit more then. So I guess that brings us to the end of episode two. So guys, we're on Instagram at Farmers and Charmers, or you can also go over to Generation Ag, which is the media company which produces this podcast, which is basically just us anyway. It just sounds a bit fancy. It does sound fancy, so, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Generation Ag on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we've got a website. Um, if you want to email us, hello at generationag.com.au, or the best place to find us is really on Instagram. Yeah. Send us a DM. Um, And yeah, see you next episode. Episode three coming your way in a week. (laughs) 